Oh, sure, I've used this excuse many times myself, but it is a cop-out. Hi, I'm Dr. Lisa Ann Homick from Homick Advanced Chiropractic. On the one arm and on my other arm, I only have two, I offer BrainSense Telehealth, which is a coaching opportunity of self-discovery so you can figure out why you're falling through the cracks in today's healthcare. But I'm glad you're here. Welcome. I'm sorry about yesterday's podcast. I did the amateur thing and Uh, Of course, I'm using my phone because Anchor app, the Anchor app does a great job of helping you make your own podcast. I did not turn my notifications down. So three times there was extra noise on my podcast. I hope it wasn't too distracting. It was kind of loud, but I plowed on through. I was going to erase it and start fresh. And I said, nah, I forget it. I don't want to do that. And then today... This is my second podcast because my first attempt disappeared somehow. And all I was trying to do was save it in order to publish it and poof, it was gone. So this is uh, my January 27th attempt. This is take two. And the title of this podcast is Scapegoat Stress, Shortchanging You or something similar to that fact. And let's get right to it. So I had a patient today say to me, both her shoulders were very tight and she blamed it on the cold weather. And I said, hmm, that is, I said it to myself, I'm sure she got the handout because I make handouts for the people in my office. And I said to myself, that's a scapegoat stress. And I don't want her to be stuck on the scapegoat stress. But as I said at the beginning of this podcast, I fall for it myself where I put the blame on something like the cold weather or I ate too much or I slept too long. So what is scapegoat stress? I gave stresses some nicknames. You know what the regular stresses are. There's three groups. You can take all your stress that's impeding your life and your happiness and you can put it in three groups. Chemical stress, mechanical stress, and emotional stress. So I nicknamed my stresses and your stresses and there's three new categories. The scapegoat stress, the bad bargaining stress, and the no press stress. And if you came to my office, you got the handout unrecognized stress takes the biggest toll. That's the title of my handout. I like to give out handouts at my office. You come in, you get adjusted, and I give you little bits of information to help you keep your mind moving forward on how to make your life great because this is the Brain Snob Podcast and I want you to give yourself amazing life experiences. You cannot do that unless your brain is working right because your brain makes your body so you can make your life. And everybody gets a handout when they come to the office. Now, if you don't live near me and can't come and get adjusted and get chiropractic care, which helps your brain, you can uh, call me up for some BrainSense telehealth sessions. And we uncover the stresses in your life that are making you not quite happy. So the scapegoat stress for this lady today was the cold weather. The cold weather was making her shoulders tight. I've said similar things. Um, these, here's an example of what people say to me. I slept wrong. 
or they say, I overdid it in the yard. And that's why they come, because everybody's been programmed to save chiropractic for those times when you've really done it to your back. And that's one example. I overdid it in the yard, or too much lifting, oh, I'm sitting too much, or too much driving, too much standing, or the person who said, I've had headaches all of my life, Uh, Today just happened to be a day I'd like to get adjusted to help alleviate my headaches. Or the famous one, I'm getting older. So this all fits in the category of scapegoat stress. Why do I call it that? Because it's easy stuff to blame. And you can just blame uh, working too hard in the yard for your sore back. And it keeps you from looking at the long-term stress. It helps you stay in ignorant bliss. The long-term stress is there, but you don't really um, dive deep into it and change it. The scapegoat stress is a clue that there's more stress going on below the surface. Because if you injure yourself, you don't do it every day. You don't fall down your stairs every day. You do it once in a while. And the state of your health at that time is going to help you determine how fast you heal. You don't slip on the ice every day, unless you're really ultra accident prone. Uh, For me, once or twice a year, I fall right down on my butt in the driveway. In fact, I did it, well, a few weeks ago. Uh, Maybe I've done it twice already, right in the driveway. And I've got slippery boots. I wear them only when I go to work. Anyway, enough about me, but... You injure yourself and you want to heal and you want to move on. But what if that time you, you, had, a, you had a little freak accident, there was an injury. What if something else was on your mind that distracted you to cause you to hurt yourself? Uh, what if you're too tired from another reason and you couldn't keep yourself alert enough to prevent an injury to yourself. So the scapegoat stress is a clue that there's other things we should take care of. And that leads me to the bad bargaining stress and the no press stress. The bad bargaining stress, that's where a lot of this stress is going to fall into this category. It is where we struggle a lot. Um, There's long-term stress with a codependent component where you are convincing yourself you're stuck. Uh, You can't make a change that would be more healthy. You can't stop something or you say it's out of your control. Um, There's a lot of negative reinforcement. So you're bargaining with yourself and you're saying, I can't do this because of this. So I'm dealing with this and I'm going to live with that. And does that make sense? So here's some example. Uh, Not being able to relax your schedule. Another example Uh, Telling yourself you can't eat better right now. It's just not in the cards. You cannot fix fix better food choices for yourself. Um, You have an unsupportive relationship, whether it's at home or on the job. And there's job demands. There's job stress. And I'm going to tell you the number one reason people are stressed out is their job. They are in a job where they're unappreciated. By They have a coworker problem. They have a boss problem. And it's just not the right fit for them. And that is a terrible stress. It eats away at you. This is emotional stress that turns on chemicals in the body that changes the health of your body. But, but we, know, um, we know that 
you can't just change jobs willy-nilly. You can't stop and quit and say, I'm going to go find another job. You have to plan it out. It takes a while. You have to get your resume in order. You've got to make connections and you have to network. Look at what's available around you and apply for those jobs. You can't just change it really quick. I get that. I understand. So while you're trying to make your situation better, you've got to come up with ways to handle the current stress you're dealing with. And that is how we change the bargain. We have to step out of the bad bargaining and get into more balance in our lives. Uh, What other bad bargaining stresses are there? Family obligations, making time for exercise. That's the one I admit I do not make time for exercise. I need to do better with that. But um, long story, I just um, try to cram everything into the morning and exercise gets left out. Uh, Let's see, getting quality sleep. Some people say, I am not going to bed until I get everything done that I have to do. And you're cheating yourself of sleep. Um, Creative outlets, not allowing yourself time for creative outlets. That helps your endorphins. It helps you feel good about yourself. And that's another way we kind of do, do bad bargaining. And habitual negativity. We don't want to be that way. We don't want to be a constant complainer, but it sneaks into our lives. Or habitual fear. What a health stealer that is. So we've got to undo that. We've got to get back to a balance. And sometimes we we bargain with ourselves. We settle. And that is a bad stress. I'd like you to uncover and admit and make positive changes. And chiropractic can help you with that. Chiropractic can help you think better because we're going to unlock your prefrontal cortex, which is where your discernment takes place. We want to put more oxygen in your prefrontal cortex because when you've got excessive fight or flight, you're depriving your brain of the oxygen that you need. So chiropractic is going to help you face your stresses better and reduce some of that musculoskeletal stress in your body, which can be a result of not getting enough sleep, not getting enough hydration, not getting enough nutrition. Do you see where it all ties in together? So the scapegoat stress will help you uncover your bad bargaining stress. Let's go now to the no press stress. This is the stress that's unrecognized. It's usually downplayed by the media, the journalists. They don't want to mention it. Uh, Things are censored. So I'm going to call this the unrecognized stress that is causing harm. You aren't aware of it because nobody else around you is making you aware of it. Hopefully I'm making you aware of it. So when I say no press, that means it's not in the press. It's not in the media. It's not in the newspapers. It's not in your favorite magazines. And people just don't want to talk about it. And it's sometimes censored. Let's talk about it. A lot of it is toxic related because nobody wants to admit there's toxins in the environment and a lot of there's just a lot of poo-pooing of what a nutritional detox can do for you and the importance of cleaning out your body, cleaning out your cells. So mold toxicity is a biggie, heavy metals, toxic medicines, and I'm talking about prescription medications and over-the-counter medications that do damage directly to the mitochondria. The mitochondria are your energy factories. So you you don't want to be unknowingly killing your cells and killing the energy factories of your cells. Because if your cells are dysfunctional, 
what are you going to get? You're going to get cancer type diseases. You're going to get degeneration. So people need to be made aware of that. Um, Anti-nutrients in foods. We have processed foods. We have fast foods. We have uh, um, frozen foods. We just have uh, junk food. Just so much uh, of that stuff at our fingertips. Easy to get. Very easy to be addicted to. So load it with anti-nutrients. And don't forget there's some health foods that aren't good for you either. And I, pay, I make people mad when I talk about those. Oh boy, the emotions run high. If you want to know about the anti-nutrients and foods, especially foods that you think that are healthy, call me up for a BrainSense telehealth session. It'll be fun. I promise. How about the glyphosate? Those nasty pesticides that are in our water, our air, our soil, our foods. We got to get a handle on that. But if no one's talking about it, nobody will. And it's just going to be sneaking more and more into our lifestyle, into our bodies, making us sick. We've got to handle that. We've got to figure out how to detox that. And then there's always the EMF pollution, the Wi-Fi, the internet. We've got to find a balance with that as well. And I'm going to mention a little bit of scientific fraud that leads us to not get the correct information. And uh, in the situation we're living through right now, um, there's a lot of information being... um, Uh, shall I say, blocked from regular consumption in the media. Um, We know how to do correct science, the scientific method, and a lot of our our science is shortcut, shortcut science and unfinished business. So sometimes when you are believing in something that you think is true, it can be harming you. So great long list of things here I've thrown at you, not to make you scared, not to make you upset, but to help you take control and understand no one's going to remove the stress out of your life. Nobody. It's up to you. And it may feel um, just mind-blowing. I, To me, it's mind-blowing. But you don't have to feel like you're doing it alone. You don't have to feel like um, you are standing alone in your decisions. Yes, it's hard. Oh, did I mention peer pressure as part of the bad bargaining stress? At the bottom of my list, yes, peer pressure. We make choices because we don't want to be laughed at or, or, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Shunned. That's not the word I'm looking for, but that's an excellent word too. So these stresses that I now have recategorized them and given them new nicknames are maybe a way to help people be more aware of why they're stuck in a stressful situation, especially bad bargaining stress. When you've settled for something because you think there's no other choice or you're making the best choice for yourself or your family, but it's actually putting more stress on your life. And when people have recurring symptoms that don't make sense, a lot of it is going to be the bad bargaining stress and the no press stress just the stresses you're, you haven't recognized or the stresses that you're outright ignoring. And we're all in the same boat. We all got to help each other. We need to um, take care of each other. But sometimes we get confused and sometimes we're just so overwhelmed in our own lives. It's hard to do to be helpful to other people. I want people in my office to feel like they're not alone. I'm walking that journey with you. I've got the same concerns. Uh, I hope I'm being a good example 
and helping you feel like there there is light at the end of the tunnel. I want to help you be more inspired. I want you to feel more energized. I want you to see the positive side and working through this, and it is work because anything worth having is worth the hard work. And doing it with me, I hope it's meaningful and it's rewarding. And it's, it is easier when you've got somebody doing it with you, sharing the journey with you. I'd like to share the workload with you. I can't do it all because I don't go home with you. I have no control over your environment. I have no control over your health history, but I can help you with the information that's going to actually give you empowerment. And if you understand why I call things scapegoat stress or bad bargaining stress or no press stress, it can help you kind of categorize, prioritize Uh, You can't take care of everything all at once. We've got to be reasonable. Like I said, you can't quit your job and and start another job. There has to be a plan in place for you to to delve through this in a way that's doable, uh, manageable. And, well, stress management, that's what we call it. But I think what I call it is better. (laughs) Understanding your scapegoat stress to help you set aside these uh, these stresses and help you make sense of them and put and change just rearranging your plate get some things off your plate that no longer serve you and put put on your plate new things that are more beneficial more inspiring more nourishing things like that so this is how we want to take on a problem you've got the noticeable problem the obvious problem that makes you come to the chiropractor or call up for a brain sense telehealth session and then we we tackle those hidden problems and sometimes we really face the conflicting problem and sometimes the conflicting problem those are the things that really make us um, feel the struggle the struggle is just that much more difficult the conflicting problems that help us um, stay stuck where we are if that's a relationship or some type of peer pressure and that's serious stuff that really is the the challenge and hopefully I can help you walk through that and give you the tools well let me change that you've already got the tools you've got the innate intelligence you've got a body that's working 24 hours a day for you so I want to help you be more proficient with the tools and you got to get the right tool out of the toolbox. Um, if you're fixing a pipe under the sink, you need the right size wrench. Um, if you've got the wrong size wrench, it's uh, that's nice, but it's not going to help you. And we want to work smarter, not harder. Um, your toolbox might have a tape measure. A tape measure will help you speed things along so you're more efficient with how you want to pursue uh, fixing something because if you got the right measurements, boy, it's a lot simpler. What else is in that toolbox? Um, a hammer. You wanna you wanna have the right size hammer for the nail. You don't want a big hammer. You don't want a small hammer. So when I'm talking about getting the right tools and being more proficient with the tools, work smarter, not harder. And that's what we do with Brain Sense Telehealth help you uncover these stresses. There are four functional levels of the nervous system. And I teach people to self-evaluate 
how are they doing at each functional level of the nervous system? Remember, chiropractic is looking at helping your nervous system work at its best. You have too much nervous system or too little nervous system. And sometimes you bounce back and forth between too much nervous system and too little nervous system. Like Goldilocks. I want you to be Goldilocks. The one, the smart Goldilocks who says, I'm not going to settle for too much nervous system or too little nervous system. I want just right nervous system. And chiropractic helps you do that. And if you've listened to my other podcasts and looked at my other videos on YouTube, you're going to get a sense of what I'm talking about with nervous system balance. Chiropractic will get you there. BrainSense telehealth coaching sessions are going to get you there. I am so glad you stuck around and listened to my podcast. I hope it made sense to you. I hope it inspired you. If you want to do more, look at my blog, createpurpose.com. Check out my infomercial videos about BrainSense telehealth. And I want you to understand that half of a solution is still half of a problem. If you've got some gaps, you want to fill in the gaps, let's talk about it. And, um, and get chiropractic care. Everything I talk about is coming from the chiropractic foundation that you have got the healing power. It's always there. It's always working. Let's give it some TLC. Let's give it our thanks and our gratitude. Let's give back to the body that's always helping us 24 hours a day. It's always working. And let's give back. So thanks for listening. I hope to get another podcast episode out. Check out the YouTube channel, um, different topics, so it's not all repetitious. I mean, some of the topics kind of roll into each other, and, and of course, I do repeat some things because I don't know where you're popping in if you haven't been watching my videos from the beginning or whatever. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for listening, and uh, I'll look for you. Um, somewhere on the Facebook page. Give me some comments. Give me some comments on the YouTube channel. And there you go. Thanks.